0: Hi I'm pals. <coughs> Hi pals and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. Gosh.
1: <laughs>
0: and now
1: Disneyland Paris news.
0: Carnival characters.
1: Bertie strikes back.
0: Parade makes a
1: splash. Well, hey there, hi there, hello there, Disney fans, and welcome to another Disneyland Paris show. It's been a fun week. It's been half term. It's been Valentine's Day. Have, has anyone in the chat been put to anything lovely? You must have been. If not, sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get um, the Valentine's card that I made.
1: Yay. And we're going to be indulging in Hugh's Valentine's present uh, today as well. Also, later on, so stay tuned for that. Guess what that might be. Do you know what else is exciting? And Bonnie's just pointed it out in the chat. This has been our... Today is our hump day, so we can get excited. Do you know what that is?
2: Hump day? Wednesday's usually hump day, isn't it? We've
1: gone over 100 days to Walt Disney World. Under. On on 99 days to... Under, over. Well, like gone over the bridge... So we have now on 99 days, and that's when I decide I can start doing proper planning and getting excited and stuff. So, yay! Uh, Kerry says, is it my eyes or is the screen unfocused? Yes, there
2: appears to be... I don't know about unfocused, but there's definitely some jerking about and jumping about going on, um, which is really getting quite um, strange, but I'm not quite sure what's causing it, so uh, bear with us. Um, And just keep watching anyway. Um, Maybe... Don't look and just listen, I don't know. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey, I can see that we've got somewhere in the chat for the map. Monica Duckworth says, Paris trip in 61 days from Georgia. Ooh. Does that mean I can scratch Georgia off while you guys uh, talk about No,
0: Well, no, I'll, I'll add it to the list, but we've got plenty of others to be getting on
1: with. I
2: haven't even played the jingle and we're already, we're already talking about the chat. Yeah, shall I do it?
1: Yes.
0: Who are they? (laughs) Oliver, please. I don't don't have it ready to look at. Um, Maybe I should show my Valentine's card. No, I've got it here. I've got it here. Okay. So first in the chat today, we have Emily, Disneyland Paris lovers, drove past the potential Universal site today, 10 minutes from us, Mm -hmm. and it's so tiny, I can't picture anything being built there. Maybe it's like, you know, when you see the, um, like a house being laid out and you think, oh, it's tiny, but when it's actually built, it doesn't look so small. Oh, yeah, the slab, Major. the foundations.
1: Yeah. yeah. Even for massive mansions, they always look a bit underwhelming, don't they?
0: Oh, they do. Um, we have Alad, Hello from Alad and Fiona, still recovering from our windowless window seat on our flight to America last week. Yes, we, uh, I said we had fun with that. No, we, <laughs> we all got a bit sad about that on the uh, the group last last week on Facebook. Yeah, there's a window. There's a few. There's a few windowless seats. Was it the same? Was it? ours was British Airways, wasn't it? we have had it twice, and it's on a different row yeah. each time. <laughs> so you can't always plan for it. And it's just a windowless seat for seven, eight hours. Which and they're not cheaper. It's very claustrophobic to be sat there against a wall for that many hours.
2: Do you know what? Though? There's not loads of those seats. You should think of it as being um, a treat when you get one.
1: It's unbelievable the chances that that happened.
0: In other news, 40 days until our three weeks in Florida. Whoop, whoop. you weeks. Can I give you a countdown as well, just while
2: we're on on countdowns? Today is our 199th episode of the DLP show, which means next week will be our 200th episode of the DLP show.
0: Golly. There you go. Gee, workers. Wow. Double hump. Maybe we'll get some cake. Crazy. The Dunn family. Good afternoon, everyone. Only back uh, a couple of weeks, and Disney Blues kicking in. Only one thing for it plan another trip
1: yes yes exactly your is trip the only well cure tonight? for the disney blues it's like the only cure for heroin re- withdrawal is another hit <laughs> okay. did i make that dark sorry it's very very early isn't it and we're only four minutes in
0: chris and i listeners are throwing each other looks like she's done it again she's done oh, it again yeah. if we ever get cancelled we know who to look at before we were live we used to i used to be able to cut these bits out <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Hey, you'd, no one can edit me, baby. You'd,
0: you'd see me write something in a book and then I'd private message Chris the timestamp time of where yeah. she made a mistake. Uh, Gareth says, 64 days. Joey says, hey, everyone, excited. Well, sorry, uh, um, 64 days. Yay, he says Yay. Gareth, more importantly. Uh, Joey says, hey, everyone, excited to hear all the news tonight. Been watching the DLP report account to see what you might be discussing. Mm. Uh, John says, hey all, 15 days to go until Hotel New York.
1: I'm so jealous. (laughs) So jealous.
0: Pompey Ben at work says, "Hi all, had a three day trip in the week at Newport. Got the Disney blues big time.
2: Mm.
0: Newport. Still haven't stayed there. We've looked around there. We looked around last time so we could get Chris a coin. You did get me a coin. I'm very grateful to you. Hi, GingerFox83. Hello, y'all. First time watching live in months. I know. I recognise the name. Uh, no Disney holiday booked for me. Crying emoji. Well, maybe we can convince you. Yeah, well, get, I, don't think, actually, I don't think anyone needs convincing, do yeah. they? By the There's end of the other show. Other f- factors involved <laughs> like money and time. Yes. By the end of the show, we will have uh, persuaded you to book. You know, not only will <laughs> we have persuaded you, you will have booked it. And you'll have told us in the chat where you're staying. We'll bankrupt everyone at zero commission. <laughs> Hello to Mel. Um, Ginger Fox says, congratulations, Chris, for getting the part of Max Bialystok. I've played him, so I know how many lines you got to learn. Hang on a second. Someone else has found
2: out that I got that part before I did. <laughs> we, we had a, a, we've had we had months, haven't we, waiting to find out who got the parts.
0: Yeah, to the point where I wasn't really, really bothered anymore either way.
2: <laughs> and not only that, we originally auditioned and got parts in this show. Um, we were supposed to do it in 2020, and then the world mm, ended. Something happened, I can't and, remember, uh, yeah. And yes, yeah, so, so then it got canceled and it wasn't
0: happening for years. And then we had to audition again, um, but I still got the part. And it was the second time I played it as well. I've got an audio recording of us and our mutual friend on the way to the audition. And uh, cause I was thinking of doing like a kind of audio behind the scenes recording. So it's us in the car on the way down, mm. uh, I, but I never used it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good story. Bonnie's <laughs> here under Lucy's name. And we've also got Jimmy and um, Bonnie adds, don't forget to like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew says, can't wait tonight. Uh, Sorry, can't wait. Can't join tonight, but (laughs) have a good show. We'll listen to the podcast. And we've also got Ed and Tracy and Kerry and Sarah and Monica, who's 61 days away from the US. Um, Oh, that was the um, Georgia listener, viewer. Uh, Kerry, Lisa, Philippa, Dunn family, lots of other people. Pauline, Thea. Ruth, Moritz, Lisa. I just realised it was near the end, so I might as well finish off. Moritz (laughs)
1: Moritz can't listen live today because he's currently waiting for Disney Dreams and Drones. Well, way to show off. I hope it's it's amazing. I hope the weather's good. I hope the sky's clear. I hope you've got a good view. I hope you love it because it's amazing. Uh, I'm interested. Monica coming from the US, from Georgia. Is it your first trip? Uh, are you? Is, I presume it's not your first Disney trip ever, but it might be. Is it your first trip to Paris? Do let us know. Exercising that passport.
0: I'm going to show people the card now. Our listeners, sorry about this. I have to describe it, but uh, there's a Lady in the Tramp Valentine's card Aww. that you might have seen in shops. And uh, but the funny thing about this is, um, it kind of got missed off my list of jobs. And the boss messaged me on Teams, working from home, and he said, uh, "Oh, um, how's that Lady in the Tramp card coming along?" And I was like, um, "Yeah, fine. Just give me uh, a few minutes, and I'll I'll show you what I've got." I had nothing. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, <laughs> I had this not finished, but I had the idea of uh, taking the famous the the famous spaghetti scene and turning it into a uh, a three D scene. So the front pops down. You can already see Lady and the Champ, but uh, it outfolds the uh, oh, look at the that. Bella Notte table, and uh, they're eating spaghetti made of sustainable string pitch. you're an artist Paper I string. love that absolutely love it some of you might have seen it in the shop yeah uh, but yeah um, I wouldn't normally sh- uh, well maybe I would show it but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just the funny thing about me like panicking and doing it in 20 minutes because sometimes we work best under pressure don't we I agree sometimes not all times but definitely sometimes
1: i just want to give you an update on monica because it is such a heartwarming thing it is her first trip to uh, paris and any international park it's a special trip for her 20th anniversary but they are regulars at walt disney world that's so exciting do well, you do you know what monica the general consensus is it is the most beautiful park of any however the service isn't as gushing
2: <laughs> <laughs> while we're talking about monica monica has also just signed up as a new patreon oh yay on our, on our patreon channel so thank you monica and if you want a shout out you're now entitled to one in a voice of your choice Ooh, voice of your choice i like that oh, voice of your hugh. choice
0: from hugh as long as the choice is a voice that he can do well a voice of your choice but from they hugh, don't as know as as what i can do. can do let's just find out
2: yeah so there you go. Just shout it out on the chat. Or no, just shout it in your room right now. Shout really loud what you want. Maybe we'll hear you.
1: Right. Should we toddle on some yes. news then? Yep. Yeah. Okie dokie. So this week has been, we call it Pancake Day. Some call it Shrove Tuesday. Some people called it Mardi Gras. And in Paris, they're calling it Carnival. Carnival carnival to be fair it wasn't on tuesday though it was on saturday but i believe that was the relevance of it. Uh, is that right i believe so yeah i think it was kind of a mardi gras thing so this happened in the village saturday and gras. <laughs> um it was from 6 p.m onwards in the disney village it was quite an informal thing obviously because that is a thoroughfare it is a shopping district so it was not a hard ticketed event it was not a parade event it was nothing like that but they had electro music Mm-hmm laser beams, Yes, and they had neon robots. Did you see this? I saw
2: the neon robots, yeah.
1: Do you know what it's like? Me and, Bo- right, for Christmas, Bonnie got one of, uh, a full kit of, you know those glow sticks that you snap and then they glow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, full bundle of them. And then we saw on Facebook, somebody who dressed all in oh, Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah and then t- taped them to the legs no, that, and yeah, arms, then yeah, yeah, yeah. danced in them it was basically that and that's not me dumbing down because that looks amazing but basically they just had these robots going through with all the strips now correct me if I'm wrong but one of them to me looked like it was Boba Fett souped up oh okay it looked like the Boba Fett costume I, I but didn't with get glow any st- Disney reference there but yes glow sticks, sticks stuck to it perhaps
2: have you seen these you no I'm, I'm guessing by your face that you haven't
1: yes. have you seen this
0: you heard about this
2: it's, oh it's, um,
1: it's worth looking at it was cool, but what, what confused me
2: about that is that all week they've been talking about the, the village being dug up. I just assumed it was pretty much not passable at the moment, so to then see that happening.
1: Well, the thing is that it's going to have to remain passable. This is important info for anybody going in the next kind hmm. of 18 months, is um, particularly if it's your first time, you might not know, that the only way to the hotels is through the Disney village, and there is pretty much just one single road that goes through the middle. Um, and so they're renovating the entirety of um, Disney Village. Uh, so there's no way they can just shut it completely. I just can't see what they would no, do. No, unless they did a really junky kind of take you out back by five guys and send you through some utilidor kind of things, <laughs> which I can't see them doing except in emergency. However, a lot of it is behind construction screens mm-hmm. and scaffolding and being ripped up at the moment, I do believe, particularly on the... Right-hand side. But that doesn't stop Neon Robots, you know, living it large, does it?
0: No. So, last show. Haters going to hate. Neon mm. Robots going to rub. There you go. Listeners, Chris holds up a screen. That's and the one I now think now is uh, Boba uh, Yeah, I think a little, great. That was really great for the audio listeners, mm. guys, you talking over me. sorry listeners you just have to work it out for yourself
1: these are those kind these are those extra specials that they put on at Disneyland Paris um that I I don't think they really make anybody make a special trip probably not even annual pass holders if I'm honest but it always means that you can go away going oh and when we were there and then it makes for really good word of mouth I like Um, it when there's stuff on in the village
2: it's quite a nice thing isn't it because you you don't have to have, have tickets to go there you can just turn up
1: The first time Hugh and I went together, we saw Fleetwood Mac, did we? Who did we see?
0: Manfred Mann.
1: Manfred Mann's Earth Band. That's very different. Ah, that I is think a it was, little bit different. Yeah, I think it was the math sound of that. I know, yeah, I
0: especially know, on a think... tiny stage in front of McDonald's. Manfred Mann's
1: Earth Band were playing. Polyphonic
0: Spree were playing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, were playing in, the, in Disney Village for no reason whatsoever. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes these, like, unexpected encounters are the absolute best.
2: Yes, I agree.
1: Cool. Right. I'm really thirsty, guys. Oh, I've got a button for that.
0: Today Chris and I will be enjoying the sparkling taste of Vive Tropical Blast Zero Sugar Pineapple and Grapefruit I like this
2: We have this at home It's nice with the rum that I had uh, that, that we had last week actually
0: yeah in what fact smelling it reminds me of the uh, the yeah that that roasted pineapple rum that I usually oh, uh, ooh, that yeah. cheap stuff that I to dig out i still got a bottle of that somewhere have
2: you I'm very much looking forward to you oh no I'm always driving that's the problem I never end up having much of it because I end up driving
1: got a long driveway
2: mm-hmm.
0: now then Good. Monica says can he do goofy I can do goofy as much as the next man Chris can do a goofy as well Gorsh! I haven't done it for a while, so. I'm no, we need to right. warm up. <clears throat> oh, yuck. Oh. Oh, yuck. Gorsh. Oh, 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 gee, thanks, Monica, for being a pale. Oh, oh, yuck. Very good. Well, it's average. <laughs> I can only say gorsh, that's it. I like that it that when he uh, he sings that song. Oh, the world owes me 11. Digga 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 do. Nice. You know the one? Oh, yuck. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Etc.
2: Hughes talked about that sound um, extensively in our classics podcast.
0: Yeah, there's probably a moment where I go, "Is that the first instance of the Goofy scream?" Yeah. Well, was it Goofy originally did it in the films, or does another character do it? I feel like someone does it in one of the um, package films. Uh, Wasn't it Goofy though in Saludos?
2: Or I think it might have been. Maybe. I think it was him. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, the next piece of news, Bertie Strikes Back. What's this about, guys? Licorice
0: all sorts, I imagine. I mean, what else would it be? One too many and you might turn line Bertie. Yes. That's uh, <laughs> UK adverts. Some of you might. Uh, anyone over 38 might understand. What, what I've
2: missed more than anything else is getting up on a morning at, uh, at DLP, cramming myself into the studio so that I'm in the right location, opening up my phone and frantically pressing refresh so that I can meet a character. Um, The days of Limberti are well missed by everyone, but go on.
1: Um, so, we were moaning slightly on the opening of the brand newly refurbished Disneyland Hotel, first time it's opened post COVID, that um, you couldn't just go in and have a nosy. We understand why not. We understand it would be crowded and uh, inconvenient. However, it seemed a bit elitist that mm-hmm. you had to stay there. They've solved this by introducing Line Bertie. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows about Line Bertie, it is now a. You know it it's that that slightly inappropriate uncle that you have to invite to all family parties and you all tolerate for one day a year and then moan about for the rest of the year. So
2: it's it, more than famous as they say in the three Oh yeah, it's famous. It's infamous.
1: <laughs> it is a franchised uh, virtual queue system. So it's not like the ones in Walt Disney World where it is uh in, internally managed. This is um a separate company. Um, and they use their app to do their virtual queues for things like meet and greets and stuff. It's very annoying, quite <laughs> glitchy, and it's it's just it it sells out instantly when it tries to be for meets and greets. But then it do, It's it's just a very frustrating. They thing. They used
2: it for pins as well, didn't they, for a while for, for pin yeah, trading events and stuff as for well. Pin
1: trading events for special releases for certain things. Um, however, it's just. Turned into one of those, uh, you know, necessary evils. Although, they've now got internal systems for things mm-hmm. like uh, superhero training. Um, Avengers, what's that called? Superhero training, is that right? Yeah. The, and the Hero Academy. Hero,
2: yeah. <clears throat> the, the thing is, though, I imagine this is a rough and ready thing, isn't it? They've just gone, we need to do this now. Mm. So they have not... It would take more effort to put it into that than it would to put yeah. it into that already. They pitched. couldn't
1: give it to Disney IT and go we've we've just discovered a problem everybody's queuing up outside the hotel and we need a solution to this get on it. They wouldn't be able to manage it quick enough mm-hmm. whereas LINE Bertie they can just literally just sign up and go on. I presume. I imagine there's just someone in an office trying to remember the password basically.
2: And reports are it's working a lot yeah. better that that they can that, that it's quieter in the
0: Disneyland Hotel as well now, presumably because nobody can get a reservation. Ed used it once for Jack Skellington, and it worked quite well. Yeah, we used it for Buzz Lightyear, it's, and it worked absolutely fine.
1: When it works, it, it it's perfect, but the times that it suddenly crashes and kicks you out and and then makes you go out and come back in again, and then it's sold out and all, that that's when it's not good. I've used it, and it's worked mm-hmm. a couple of times. The, the
2: other big issue is is Signal. And you've got to be in a specific yep. location, and... And, uh, yeah, you need to have the signal to be able to actually do And it you and have so. to
1: decide whether you're going to go Wi-Fi or whether you're going to go data, and then you, the Wi-Fi can conquer. It's, mm-hmm. it's very, it's just stressful. My biggest,
0: my biggest issue is the name line, Bertie, mm-hmm. which is terrible. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just quickly, guys, I want to say congratulations to Elsie, age 12, who has been cast in Beauty and the Beast Ooh. as, now I don't know this character.
1: Oh, Babette.
0: Babette, Babette, is, that the is wa- it Babette? The
1: wardrobe. Who's the um, wardrobe mistress? Oh, is, is that, that what Babette? it is? Oh no, or is Babette the um, the maid? The
0: who's feather the, duster. The, the feather
1: duster maid. I think that might be Babette. That's
0: not Tracy, but Elsie. Well done, and Yay. I hope you have a great time because it's always fun to be in a
1: show. That's so exciting. We're big amp oh, dramas <laughs> and so we've got firm belief in in those experiences. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so excited for you, Elsie. Um, so yeah, this, this means, I think the reason it's working better in this situation is because it'll be rolling, rolling through all day, um, right up to presumably 11 PM or something. Mm -hmm. Um, unlike the meet and greets, which have got like a half hour window or a three hour window or whatever. And then when they've sold out, they've sold out. So there'll be more availability for this. I tried to find out. Exactly what time it opened, uh, the, the Bertie app itself opened and whether there were restrictions. All I could find is that it was 9 a.m. So I presume that that must be it. It must be open and stay open. Whereas I know the ones for the meet and greets are 9 a.m. and then 1 p.m. or something. Does it not seem like <laughs> a
2: ridiculous state of affairs that we're having to <laughs> provide, basically use a, an app to sign up to ask for time to go into a hotel and walk around the lobby and into a shop
0: and back out again. It is a, uh, it is a farce. It is a ridiculous. A ridiculous no? I
1: mean, presumably this will just subside. I mean, I know I can... Well, isn't
0: that why they've
2: used Line 13? <laughs> because, yeah. because it'll make it subside. I mean, yeah. I can <laughs> speak for
1: most people... Well, I speak for us three in that next time we go, we're probably going to want to go and have a look. Mm-hmm. But the time after that, Probably not going to want to just go and have a queue. Like the first time we went after Avengers um, Hotel New York out of Marvel opened, we went and had a little squint. But we haven't been back since. We don't go every time to have a look. So I think it's just while demand is there.
2: Do you know what this reminds me of? It's just suddenly popped back into my head. Do you remember during COVID times when when they introduced virtual queues everywhere and within about three weeks, they
1: just got rid of them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, mm, the like time they, to this be alive. isn't this isn't doing <laughs> it for us. Yep. Um, speaking of which, they've uh, installed a new Premier Access um, mm. entrance at Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Mm, for those those willing to pay,
2: a little bit less walking to do.
1: We go on Pirates of the Caribbean multiple times a trip, and when I say multiple, I mean five or six <laughs> sometimes, yeah. literally, Same. and. We've never found the queuing to be a problem. I've queued 40 minutes once. And even when it's a 40 minute queue, it's quite a nice queue that moves continuously. It's only the
2: first five minutes when you're outside, if, if the full extension of the, of the mm. um, queue's out, that's that's not great. But even then you've got the music and it's iconic, isn't it?
1: So I'm going to suggest to people, unless you are extremely short on time, not to pay for Premier Access there. However, when it comes to these kind of attractions, I think it's these ultimate packages that just trying to add value to. You know, yeah. the ones where you can buy loads of Premier Access. So, I mean, good on you. If, you know, if you're going to pay for that, that's fine. I can't see it. There being so many people willing to pay for it that it would slow it down for the rest of us, personally. I just... Uh, I.
2: I don't get it with the, with the Omni Mover and these kind of boat rides that are just continuous <laughs> all the time. Why, why you would feel the need to, ju- to jump a queue that's just moving constantly. You
1: know, they've got one on Small World as well now. Yeah, um, I know. And that's...
0: I've lo- ever waited longer than 10 minutes for Small World, ever. Do you remember that Defunctland queuing video? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, good. It's yeah. It's, it's, really it's amazing. Good. Yeah, and I would recommend you watch it if you haven't already. But
2: wouldn't you love to see... For DLP, what, how much some of these lines are being used? Yeah. I, I'd love to see the statistics and understand how, how much is being used, how much time people save by paying their 6 to 18 euros.
0: I'll tell you, it's really annoying when you pay a bit extra for something. Like, because we, we, we got a... Um, well, we didn't pay for it, but we, we had like a uh, fast pass when we still got them for the Finding Nemo musical show in Animal Kingdom. Mm. And we got there and we were at the front of the queue, and we just thought, well, that was a waste of a fast pass, really. Why did we bother with that? Imagine if you'd paid for it and had that same experience.
1: What What else we did, uh, and this is, I'll be brief on this because it's not Disneyland Paris, but we once got Genie um, when we were going to Hollywood Studios, but we didn't buy it till 11 a.m. And when we tried to go on and get it, nearly everything was sold out till like 3 p.m. So we got a fast pass for 3 p.m., which means we had to kind of kick our heels and do other things for four hours. And then by the time we used that fast pass, there were no other fast passes to like 8 p.m. We didn't want to stay in the park, so that was it. And that cost us like $47 then, for a family. Did not
2: go on any other rides
1: all day? Oh, no, we went on other rides, but we had to queue for them. Yeah. So it... and. Uh, I think that after two hours you can stack up, so I think I must have tried to book another fast pass after the two hours, not the four hours. But again, everything was so now the, that it was after seven some, p.m.
0: Yeah, there are some instances where it's not going to work out for you,
1: and it, yeah, it was just the stupidest thing we could possibly. Especially have done. in
0: Florida, but like usually, you know, you can make it work. But again, it's not just like you get it and you go, "Oh, this is great." You know, I can go on, I can go on what I want. You have to know the little workarounds and stacking them, as they say, you know and all these little things that you have to do all these little tweaks and fiddles Hacks. you have to do with it when it's just uh, at, said at what point do you go this is my holiday
2: i do think though there's this so so you put a video out last week about breakfast and someone has responded i can't remember if it was on that or on one of your other videos saying it'd be great to have something about cues so i pointed them at your cues video as well but i think for people going for the first time and we see it on the various different facebook groups all the time as well people are concerned about a 40 minute queue and they don't realize that with the level of theming that they have on the majority of them like not not the carpets of agrabah which is pretty basic theming but <laughs> but on on the majority of those rides the the theming is so immersive that the time just flies by even with you even when you're with a family even when when you're with young kids it's not the end of the world mm. and you find ways to amuse yourself and you end up talking to the people in the queues or like having a laugh and stuff and it, it's it's fine. It's not. It's nothing yeah. near as bad as you think. Sometimes
0: but, it gives you a bit of downtime just to like yeah. chat to each other. Uh, I like to back up my videos to OneDrive.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when it's hot as well, like being in the queue. At- the caribbean for 20 minutes as you walk in it's
0: yeah and not being able to see for the first few moments because you've just gone from like bl- bright <laughs> sunshine into what is almost pitch black yeah while your eyes are just <laughs> i
1: think i think psychologically it's because you're told up front this is going to be 45 minutes of your life and you're like oh that's a lot 45 minutes that's a lot yeah but if you think of going to a restaurant and saying table for three please and then they go away five minutes to come back the seat yeah and then they go away again, and then they come back, and then they uh, take your order, and then they go. It's probably 45 minutes before you get your food in front of you. And if you knew that, you might reconsider going into that restaurant, but we never know that, and so we all just put up with and, it. And it's
2: that it's that thing as well, if you've not been before, if it's your first time going to DLP, mm. it, it's the whole thing. You look at it and go, well, the rides are like two minutes long, and I'm going to re- wait 40 minutes mm. to do something that's going to take me two minutes. It doesn't It doesn't make any sense, but... We, don't, we don't see time in that way. I don't know if anyone realises this, but unless you sit literally clock watching, mm. time doesn't move in a very rigid format. It just doesn't. And if you're enjoying mm. yourself, if you're distracted, time feels like it moves faster. If you're bored and you're disengaged, time feels like it's moving really, really slow. And and so the best thing to do is throw yourself into these things and enjoy it. And then you, the time goes by and you're always engaged.
1: Having said that, having said all this, my personal tipping point for any ride is forty minutes, I think.
0: Yeah, that's how I cut off point for some reason. That's also mm-hmm. actually the uh, the uh, the point in a Edinburgh show where there's a lull. The audience feels a lull, and a lot of comedians uh-huh. and um, mm-hmm. performance address it, and they'll have a like a little mm-hmm. musical number because they say, "Oh, it's the forty minute lull." Mm-hmm. When we maybe ju- it's just like a like a standard length of time where people have just had enough. When, when
2: uh, <laughs> me and our mutual friend Richard Brook wrote a musical for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Initially, we were writing it to be an hour long. And after a load of testing, we realised exactly that and we pulled it down to, to a 40-minute mm. show. Mm. Exa- just just for that purpose, to be quick and be brief and, and get out. Because actually, particularly at the Fringe, people just want to go and s- absorb and see as many things as they can. So if they're in a room for too long, they, they get to the point where they've had enough. So you've just got to keep them
1: engaged. It's so interesting. Time, I- time is a construct, yeah. shall we say. Yes. But th- what... Just to summarise what we're saying is don't worry about it, mate. If you're there going, oh, I'm scared about those queues, don't worry, it'll fly by, you'll have fun. Right, what's next? Sir. What is next? What is next? Parade makes a splash. What's this about, boys? Oh,
0: Sarah says, we once queued two hours for the Little Mermaid ride at Walt Disney World as it was new. Huge mistake.
2: Yeah, new rides are going to
0: have to wait a long time.
2: How long did we wait for web adventure when we went...
1: It was about 18. an hour. Was it an hour? It was about an hour, maybe maybe a bit over, maybe seventy. I think it was
2: eighty when we got in the queue, wasn't it? It said, but I don't think it took us that long. No. The only thing
0: I worry about, and that's something to consider, is um, when you've got young kids with you. I I really worry on like I just have this like, thing in the back of my mind, just thinking like, like if there's a particularly young child with you, I just think are they going to need the toilet? Or sometimes they'll say, I'm sure one of, did one of ours say. Did, did one of yours say, I need the toilet? And, and, and Laura said, no, c- can you wait? And they're like, yeah. So I spent the whole queue thinking, oh, it's been like an hour. And they still need Lucas, the toilet. Lucas
2: will ask for the toilet at any given opportunity. <laughs> okay. But we did that on Autopia. The four of us queued on our last day, the second time we went. And we, we finally got to the top of those ramps that, that go down. Autopia is a 40-minute queue regularly. And it's not worth the wait, by the way. Oh, I love um,
1: Autopia.
0: But we and made finally difference.
2: got to the top of the queue going down. <laughs> And Ollie was desperate for the toilet, so Laura had to walk out with him. Me and Lucas Mm -hmm. went on our right?
1: I do know when we uh, queued for web-slingers, we had our friend's little boy with us. He was only five, Peter. And he did almost immediately say, I need the toilet. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. The Mm. thing is, with your own child, you know the level of knee bouncing and you know when they're pulling your chain and you know when they need it and when they don't. With someone else's child, you just don't. And me and Hugh just kept looking down at him and looking at each other and like doing little head movements like, is one of us going to have to go out? But as it was, he he seemed to to manage it, didn't Mm. he? He managed. We've had a few... Uh, long queues. Monica queued for three hours for flight of passage after COVID. We know somebody who went like the week after and queued for five and a half hours and that's having rope dropped and run. So that's insane. That's um, no running. the Price family, uh-huh. just so you know. Uh-huh. Um. We'd, we've we ro- we've either got a flas- fast pass or rope dropped that, haven't we? So the rope drop was the longest we waited. I think it was about half an hour.
0: We once joined the queue at rope drop and we decided to leave... Because we, weren't, we were pretty far back, weren't we? And we just said, should we just do this another time? And we left the queue, do you remember? Mm, mm. Um, we either did it earlier or we got a fast pass the next time.
1: Hmm. There's a bit of a discussion going on. The Dunn family is saying, don't queue for Crush, not worth the time. Is he not and just then, trying to
2: reduce the queue? <laughs> and then Kerry
1: immediately says, I disagree. I love Crush's Coaster. I dislike Small World. Everyone likes different things. Very true. What's
0: what do you think is uh, the most overrated ride? And you just like I don't, oh well, well I'll tell you what mine is. And um, this is a lot of people's favorite ride. And it's not at Paris. It's Rise of the Resistance. It's I just think it's nowhere near as good as people say it is. It's good. It is. It's good. <laughs> it's good, but um, it's not. It's not amazing to me. It's not. You don't like things where you're where you. Um, passively participate I I don't like things where I'm constantly being congratulated on helping them do something and I've just sat there sweating in my shorts with my little bag on my shoulder and I've gone I've helped the resistance I haven't (laughs) I sat there and a cast member told me where to stand and I just find that, that whole thing embarrassing
1: Steve B overrated ride Peter Pan's flight discuss
0: Yes, because you know, it is quite good. If it was like a 20 minute wait, yeah. it'd be great. But oh, yeah. people queuing for like uh, 70 minutes, you know, first thing. What What are you doing? That's
2: entirely the problem, isn't it? What What be good, it would be good would be if you were flying instead of in a flying pirate ship, and therefore you just stood on the travelator and you went round. <laughs> because, because then no one would have to wait, everyone would just get on. Get on, get it, off.
1: Mel's Bye. saying overrated Autopia. I can kind of get it because they inflate the queues. cues. However, I really like Autopia and I like how green it is and I like the retro look. And just because we've got Monica in the chat, who's a Walt Disney World veteran, because I think Tomorrowland Speedway is disgusting.
0: I liked it. Oh,
1: yep. it's a disgusting ride. It smells disgusting, it looks disgusting and it takes up too much space. But I recommend you do go on Autopia because it's so much nicer. The
2: problem with Autopia is this. You spend... Half an hour regularly queuing to go on it. You get on and you drive around for... About three minutes, and then you spend ten minutes queuing to get out of the car because it's that slow. It's just that—that's my know. frustration. with That's why it's overrated. Right but here. it's
1: a nice place to sit in that little car, watching it's things. No, people
2: keep bumping into the back of you, and then you go. Oh, like and it's just there's nothing enjoyable about it. I
1: have to say that Apart we've kicked the snow, off the two quite a thing in the chat. I think today the theme of today's show is uh, over overrated rides. It's kicking off. John says hyperspace mountain for me. Been on it twice and felt sick both times. Too intense and rattly for me. And then uh, Ed Swan goes, John Parker, bite your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) And I sensed rage there from Ed. I did. Now, thing is, John, I do not like roller coasters. And I really like Hyperspace Mountain. Mm -hmm. I like the music. I like the ambiance. It does get me in, in the excited feels. It does what it's meant to do to you in that the adrenaline really kicks in. But I'm not scared. I'm just like on a little bit of a buzz. And I get travel sick. Now the reason that probably has never made me feel sick is because I always take my um, travel sickness tablets in the morning.
0: Alex says, road trip is
2: awful, but it's, but, not, uh, it's not overrated." I'd just say it's, it, it's. It's not rated. rated. <laughs> it's rated as it's exactly rated. awful. It's exactly what people I think it's say. It's exactly right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kerry says, "I don't understand why people queue so long for Dumbo." Preach, Kerry, preach. I I like Dumbo, and it's iconic. <laughs>
2: I, I have to say, it's not the nicest queue in the world, I know that, but there is something I love, absolutely love about the music of Dumbo, and, and so sitting there listening to that circus music for half an hour, it doesn't bother me at all, it mm. really
1: doesn't. No, At Sarah's eight-year-old, a cars road trip, I quite like it, <laughs> His you know.
0: favourite ride.
1: Yay! You see, there's something for everyone, that's that what we're saying. It's sense of danger, isn't it? Uh, Monica agrees with me about Tomorrowland Speedway. Only ridden it once. I stay away when I have to walk past. Absolutely, because it stinks. It actually smells. That's not good when you say that a ride (laughs) smells. Um,
0: We as a family do not rate Ratatouille. No. Or to the Americans. (laughs) What was it? Ratatouille. 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 (laughs) <laughs>
2: Isn't that a plan? It's, on not, it's there. not all Americans,
0: not all Americans, but I've heard quite a lot. Say, ratatouille. Um, it's like I find it a bit meh. Bonnie finds it a little bit scary, and it makes Lucy motion sick.
1: It does, even when I've taken my travel. Although last time we went on
0: it, because I said on my video as we got off uh, that they'd refreshed a lot of the the, the, the effects worked. The the cork <laughs> pop. There mm-hmm. was actual water there. The, I could smell the oranges for the first time ever. And yeah, when it's fixed. all working,
2: it's it's. it's and if and, you get the movement as well in the vehicles, because sometimes you don't get movement in the vehicles, and that yeah. makes a big difference to the travel sickness as
0: well. I think. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, when when you go over the carpet in the restaurant, it feels like it's
1: changed. It's texture. changed, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and, and there's a
0: little rumble, and I don't know if that's intentional or if it's psychological. I don't know. I'm sure someone would say, "Oh no, it's deliberate. It's deliberate." But well, is is it having it, been on twice? And once had none of that and another time had
2: Ah. that. I think it it is. I think the last
0: time we went on it, it didn't quite work as well. And I kind of thought, oh, where's that little carpet texture feeling? Yeah.
1: Mm. I'm trying to think of my overrated ride. And I can't think of one because there's a few that are legitimately not great. But I think we all know they're not great. And I love everything. Yeah. There's a few I haven't been on as well because I'm a bit of a scaredy cat like um, RC Racer. And I probably never will.
0: I think in terms of queue length and, you know, amount of people queuing for it and rushing to it for what it is, it's probably Peter Pan.
1: It is in terms of queue length. See, Paris. if that was regularly a 15-minute queue, we, a would go on, we would go on it 10 times yeah. a trip because we do like it. We just are not going to queue for it. All
2: of those older dark rides in Fantasyland, though, are lovely little oh, rides. They I love them. They're just, but, but the size of the queues are they let them down a little bit don't they i love
1: to do a little a little you know triple bill of um snow white pinocchio and then peter pan i, I love to bookend them with each other yeah smush yeah. them up like a sandwich
0: bonnie loves slinky dog dash not the the one at paris i take it which just goes around in a circle yeah. ah now, now that could but well should... be
2: overrated for people who have been to the us and then come <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. here <laughs> because yeah. if you're expecting one thing and you get there and it's just a roundabout.
0: It's a bit disappointing. PSA, we do not have the same slinky ride. It's a kiddie ride. It just goes around in a circle. You still get thrown about quite a bit, innit? Oh, it, <laughs> it goes up and down as well, but it, it's it's just it's just a circle. He's just chasing his own tail. I've got it. What? It's Lancelot's carousel, isn't it? It's,
1: blatantly, oh, it's yeah. blatantly
0: overrated because it's a beautiful, beautiful
2: thing and you go around two and a half times. And Instagram and fodder, yeah. Two and a half times and then you're
1: off. And it's like the Hunger Games trying to find a horse as well.
2: Yeah. Honestly, it,
1: particularly if you're trying to get two together, it's shocking.
2: It should be superb, but it's not because they have to get the numbers through it. And in order to get the numbers through it, you get no time on there at all. Mm. There you go. That's the answer. That is the most overrated ride. Hannah's like
1: saying maybe avoid Indiana Jones felt battered afterwards. Yeah, it's violent. It's a violent ride, isn't it? Do you yeah, know, that? That's what we say. I think that's the next one I'm going on. Because, you know, there's a load of rides that I don't do because mm-hmm. I don't like them. I would like to. That.
0: I'd like to go on again because in my mind, the Indiana Jones ride at Paris... Uh I think I've exaggerated like how tight and like small it is as a coaster and like rattly. So I'll probably enjoy it a bit more next time.
2: Do you know what I'd like to do, Lucy? Me and you should go cuz I I'm not a thrill seeker at all, but I kind of want to go on these rides, but i really don't want to go on them. We should just like um like throw ourselves at, at a bunch of rides that we don't want to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. He says he's not a thrill seeker, but he's about to have some uh, chili mafia scotch bonnet fudge chili mafia now I warned Chris before we started about this fudge which is that um,
2: oh it's gloriously predictable or something,
0: it's so. uh don't get excited it's very very mild in fact it's just you like you didn't say it was mild you said don't get excited it's just fudge with a mild it's not even it's not even got heat to it really it's just like a mild taste of chili in fact Lucy I'm sure you could manage one of these
1: really yeah really
0: quickly
1: can I have half just bite it yeah
0: Oh, yeah, you could manage one of those.
2: It just feels like your mouth being bitten.
1: Tracy says, not been on Indiana since it went backwards. That's when I last went on it. I and know. that was like 2004 or something. Yeah, we Ridiculous. both went on it in the rain. Mm.
2: No, I don't think Lucy will like that. In, in a minute, she's going to be unhappy.
1: I'm, I'm happy right now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Just a mild buzz at the back of your throat. Pleasant enough. It's pleasant enough. Well, mm. the warning was when we bought it, the guy at the chilli shop in Leeds said... Um, I ate a whole tub of this while editing my photographs last night. Oh. And I thought, well, if you you can eat it.
1: (laughs) I'm getting it now.
0: Yeah, you're getting it, but it won't won't get any worse than it is now. Um, In fact, mine's gone already. Mm. It's It's nice though, actually. You know what?
2: Tasty fudge. I probably undersold it. It's on my Fudge is nice. Fudge is just sugar and vanilla (sighs) Um, I thought of you this week, Hugh. Thank you. Because uh, when all the horrible, terrible reviews for Madam Webb were coming out on the internet, mm. I saw one review that said, of all of the films, this is one.
0: <laughs> Which is
2: pretty much what you said last week. Yeah, I mean, that, that's <laughs> like
0: a, yeah, it's a bit of a, a phrase that I stole. Yeah. Last week we were discussing the Marvels. Mm. And I said, out of all the Marvel films, and there have been a lot, this was definitely, definitely one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's <fine. laughs> um, I brought
2: these though, Hugh. So I don't know if any of you know this because we're in Yorkshire and, and we live in the Rhubarb Triangle and it was the Rhubarb Festival in Wakefield this week and they, did, they have like a, a farmer's market type thing going on. I felt like I needed to go and get something rhubarby. So what I got was some West Yorkshire Rhubarb umami dipping sauce, which is chili sauce um, from Spice Heroes. And I also got their, uh, what's it called? Badass chili sauce. And it says Reaper what you sow. On the Reaper favorite. what you sow. But it's got mango in it. And pineapple. So that's, I, that's right up Power Streets.
0: I wish I'd have known because I walked to the outskirts of Wakefield and I was actually quite close to the Rhubarb Festival. But um, I once made a podcast episode with Chris for my own podcast, which is no longer in existence. Uh, well, it does exist. It's just not online anywhere. But uh, I told Chris I hadn't ever had Rhubarb. And he said, really? Three times. <laughs> it, really? Three times. And uh, <laughs> this weekend could have been my time. Anyway, back to Disney. Shall we? Um, so it went backwards <laughs> for four years. Is is an answer to Kerry? Kerry says, "When did it go backwards?" Mm. Um, the, the, well, we we was in two thousand. Was it? Was
1: was it? We years, we maybe? went
0: in two thousand two or one? No, one.
1: Maybe one. Two thousand two. We
0: went to ba- ba- Barcelona. Mm. <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think maybe maybe two thousand and one. It was going backwards then, but it was actually a real. It was two thousand one. Big yeah. ad campaign as well. I think what they've done is. Because, um, oh, sorry, I'm still reeling from the, the hot fudge. Um, but they, when they opened the park, they didn't have Space Mountain. And then after a couple of years, they opened Space Mountain and that was on all the ad campaigns. And then that kind of had its sell-by date. And then they, uh, and then the next thing they did was they started Indiana Jones going backwards. And that, that was it. That was its USP. Ride this ride backwards. But
2: they, they didn't just go, oh, we'll turn around and we'll make it backwards. They realised that it was far too grating and painful, so they had to change some of the corners and stuff. Mm. Else. They actually did quite a lot of work to make it do that. But I believe the forward track now is the same track as used to go
0: backwards, I believe. I is can't,
2: it? can't say absolutely 100% of that, but I believe
0: so. What other ride could go backwards? Small World. Small With World. With the lyrics backwards as well. I'm trying to think of one that's like, uh, part of the narrative is that you're moving forward through something and it'd be weird for it to, to go backwards.
1: I think it, it would have to be... Um... Well, I Iris, no, explosion. you couldn't go backwards because it's a, a, a lo- what's it called? It's a something launch. What's Space Mountain? You know when it launches from zero to sixty? Yeah. What's that called?
2: A blast off.
1: Something. <laughs> no, know. it's got a more technical terms. Launch. But they could turn you around like they do on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, me and me and Bonnie were reliving that the other day, where I thought I was at the back of the. Back of the coaster, and I was really safe. And then all the cars turned around and oh, all yeah. of a sudden I was at the front of the coaster. And I went, "Oh no!" And then at that exact moment it went, and sucked me backwards through the space-time continuum.
2: Steve's just said the parachutes going backwards would be awesome. I was thinking exactly <laughs> the same thing. You <laughs> might quick, be a shot up into the air and really slow. oh might I might
1: prefer that to the drop bit. That's something I haven't done. Green that parachutes that I haven't done. RC racer I haven't done. Crush's coaster i haven't done and this is not because i haven't been going to disland paris long enough it's just that i know my limits but mm. i'm i'm actually really engaged with this idea of me and you doing a video where we just go on all the rides that we really don't want to go on
2: how much fun would that be
1: yeah. <laughs> i mean it would make for good content i'll give you that i'm not sure but yeah i think, we, I think we'd have fun between us we got you on flight force Flight force was disappointing. Whoa.
0: Yeah, Whoa. I like the Carolina Reaper sauce. Christian. Yeah.
1: Guys, they it's, it it's quarter past nine and we've still got one piece of news left. Okay. Do you get this? And
0: a tripper pot.
1: Parade let's, makes let's a go. splash. What does that mean? Uh, uh, parade makes the splash.
0: They fired water at the uh, onlookers and they were annoyed. I
1: don't know, but they, they kicked everybody off their floats
2: yesterday, didn't they? There you go. And uh, they, they made more quit halfway up Main Street and then they sent the floats back down back down with nobody on them and the music playing. Oh, we,
1: no, it was after the Hub show, wasn't it?
2: I think so, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, So they didn't just like go, right, get off. You know, like, have you ever had a bus break down? Have you ever had that happen to you? Have oh, you yeah. ever had that happen to you? Where a bus breaks down everyone has to get off and I wait must, for another bus?
0: must have done. Yeah, well, it didn't break down, but for some reason someone made us get off and it was the coldest day. One of the coldest days I've actually ever experienced in my life and I I complained to the bus company (laughs) because I said we've just been told to get off and um in I think it was minus minus six degrees or something that's
1: why the bus was breaking down if it's that cold so we've got a brand new um parade as part of our brand new season symphony of color and the parade is called a million splashes of color and then yesterday i believe chris am i correct it was yesterday mm-hmm, so. it got to the hub and it did its hub show and then for unspecified technical reasons they couldn't let the characters back on the parade floats so the parade floats had to go with no characters on it down main street to go back to the depot and all the characters had to walk um to the utilidor by uh victoria's just kind of Waving awkwardly, they
2: had a big out of service <laughs> sign on the float.
1: <laughs> did, yeah. So I mean, it's weird that that all the floats, it happened to all the floats simultaneously. It wasn't mm. just one, and they could all drive. Mm. So I don't know if it was maybe they felt that was slippy because was it was it a mild drizzle? I did check. It didn't look like it was raining.
2: No, I don't know.
1: It oh, might have been might have been a mild drizzle that made them think that it, they were too dangerous for them to stand on, but it was something that affected all of them. Unless it only affected one of them, but for aesthetic reasons, they thought they'd rather have all four float down without characters. And maybe they all went
2: them. on strike. Do maybe. you know? If so, tell us. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us. <laughs> Even DLP report I haven't told us what it was.
0: <laughs>
1: no, um, Steve B, said, what had what rides? Oh, Steve B says, uh, I had to lie to my wife to get her on the mummy ride in Universal. I told her it was like the ET ride. I haven't been to Universal. This means nothing to me. But then he says, my wife turned to me halfway into the ride and declared to the whole car, you liar! <laughs> 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 yeah, we kind of tricked Bonnie onto Tower of Terror and um, she did mm. her, her trademark. We trick
0: her. We just didn't think she'd respond that, uh, the way she did. Quite, yeah. yeah.
1: She just closes her eyes and pretends it's not happening. But that's like the most disturbing thing they can yeah, do. Yeah, she, she
0: doesn't scream or look scared. She just she just looks very, very tense and quiet. She just goes quiet and just goes to a happy, like a special place in her mind. She just <laughs> looks
1: traumatised. Um, but I don't think Tower of Terror is that bad compared to some things that she does. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that was Parade Makes a Splash. So that is all she wrote.
2: That's all she wrote. That means it's my turn, doesn't it? it yes, sir. Uh, I'm just going to say about these chilli sauces. Um, the the rhubarb one is a bit like just a, a sweet chilli sauce really, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite nice. It's pleasant enough. It's not very hot. I think Laura would like that, so that's good. Mm-hmm. The other one's got a bit of a kick to it, and it's very tasty. The Carolina Reaper one. So there you go. Spice Heroes. Hashtag non, not spawn. Not spawn. Not I, have, not I have spawn. to
1: talk about these as well. Oh, do you want to do that first? Oh, shall I do that? Uh, well,
2: I can I can do it this way. I told you last week. Hang on. Uh, Audience trip roundup. It's not just reports either, uh, because also, as I mentioned last week, we've got. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. I just
1: saw a really cute picture of your children. Don't on have your time phone. for that. Okay.
2: <laughs> Don't have time for cute children. Um, <laughs> last week I mentioned that Mel had got some. Um, Squares for the uh what's he called, Lucy?
1: The charity there. Disney blanket.
2: And uh, that she sent them in, and we've got them now. So Lucy's going to do a bit of a, a bit on that now.
1: Yeah. So to be clear, if you don't <laughs> know about this, we are all crochet. Not all of us. Anyone who wants to, a crocheting gran, uh wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> green screen
0: one. issues. Let's. Don't see. hold up any. They're all. They've all got green on them.
1: Okay. Let's go with this one. Some Granny squares. And these are 15 centimeters by 15 centimeters crocheted and granny squares, all Disney themed. And then I'm going to sew them together to make a big blanket. And then we're going to uh, raffle it for charity. So this is to raise money for Dementia UK. Ooh. So, um, yeah, you just saw that screen. That's the Mike Wazowski one. I did that one. This needs redoing because it's not a perfect square. But that is Nemo. And then I'm going to show you the ones that, tell me again. Mel did. Um, so I, you've just seen this one. I think that's an easy one. That's Winnie the Pooh. And this one is a nice little Mickey. That's gorgeous. But then I'm just, I'm interested to Rendered know. Rendered in light blue and purple. Oh, that is purple. Plum. Guess what Plum. the next three are. Although two of them do include green. So what's this? What do we think this do
0: is? Do we know what this is? Have we been told what this one is? Yes. Okay.
1: Oh Ed is making one for us slowly. That's fine. I'm not asking for speed. I'm just asking for accuracy. Quantity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so we think uh I'm gonna I'm gonna hold them all up and then you can say what you think this is. This one's gonna disappear, yeah. But you can see it's got bumblebees on it and a little on its centre. And then that one's also got green on it there. So, this is the thing. They don't all have to be literal representations like this one. Some of them can just be suggestions of colour schemes. Yeah, the equivalent of
0: a Disney-bound like outfit. Yeah, a Disney-bound
1: kind of thing. But for crocheted squares. It's just be a squares. suggestion. Um, so, I think that this one is Moana's flowers. Is that correct? Ooh. Is that what you said, Chris? Yes. yes. And this is another one for uh, Winnie the Pooh because well. it's got his honeybees, honeybees on. Bees. And then this, if you could see the green, it's... The color scheme for um, Jungle Book, but I think it's a bit more orange bird. I'll yeah, be honest.
2: That's what I was going to say. Get your orange bird cup and just show because I think.
1: And the green falls off the orange bird as well. There's
2: some s- definite similarities in color. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Again, ignoring the green screen, which has turned the leaves blue.
1: Yeah. So the green. So it has to be 15 centimetres by 15 centimetres and a Disney-themed square. That was actually a question from Steve, and the answer is yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Monica's saying orange, green and white. Is that goofy? Apparently not, because that would have like the blue waistcoat, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, And Mel is saying yes, that's correct. So anybody can do this. We're not advertising our... um, address willy-nilly but if you have one if you want to message us to say you have one maybe show a picture of it then we will give you your address so we email we give-
2: mailbox at 37 disneystreet.co.uk and i will um sort it all out with you
1: Sort it all out that way so i mean anybody who wants to do this we do need a big number to make a decent blanket so i'm hoping that lots of people um join in i've got another couple of ideas that i'm going to do um but yeah, so we've got Steve says I'll get my lovely wife who survived the mummy to get one done. Thank <laughs> you. Fifteen centimeter by fifteen centimeter granny square. Could you do charity. one that just says
0: you lied on it? Mm-hmm. No, maybe not, because that won't go down well on the blanket. Oh, a Monica
1: bit. will check her remaining stash and see if she can make a few. Oh, thank you, Monica. That would be lovely. Thank you to everyone who is um, planning on making one. Uh, Kerry says, I've got the wool and been practising the magic ring. I'm a complete beginner, so I haven't started the square itself yet. If it's any consolation... And Doctor Strange. The magic ring is the hardest part, and then it's all dead easy after that.
2: Might be quite useful if we've used any videos at all. Mel, for instance to get them put on the Facebook page because then we can share like videos on how to do it. And then we can Yeah. Share if you want to know, you can...
1: Someone said, would you do a tutorial video? And the thing is, uh, I could do. I'm not the world's best crocheter and there are so many crochet videos on the internet. I think yeah. it's just better that we find good ones and share them with each other because I wouldn't make the best crochet video. There'd be far better ones out there than what I do. So, yes. yay. Pauline's slowly making one. Kerry's planning to do a Rapunzel one. Anyway, we can all do Rapunzel ones. You don't have to, like, you know, you don't have to claim it's a Rapunzel one going to idea. be a
2: square this size, but with a massive long piece of hair that comes out
1: <laughs> Well, oh, Steve's thinking of doing a Cuzco themed square. Right, if we're on about underrated films as opposed to underrated rives, Emperor's New Groove is top of the list. I love that film. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Square for Cuzco. Cuzco square. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right, okay. We're
2: going to close out the show today. Yeah. With a trip report from the Dunn family. And I've just had a load of chilli sauces and stuff. So my nose is going to start running during this as well. And a lot of salivating, I would expect to. So I apologise to those people listening if I have clacky mouth.
0: You need a suction nurse.
2: (laughs) Trip report from the Dunn family. 4th of February to the 8th of February, me and my wife, Jill. Bin day, and then in brackets, travel day. Stayed at Hotel Cheyenne. Great room as usual. New pod coffee machines and one UK plug. Had a walk to the village and to Annette's for dinner. Both of us had burgers. then uh, And then some retail therapy at World of Disney. Popped over to the Disneyland Hotel for a peek. There were cast members at each door asking for reservations so we could only take a few pics from outside, but the lobby and chandelier were beautiful. Day one, up at 7am to drive across the road to Hotel New York, the art of Marvel, to get our magic passes. We couldn't check in until three, so we went straight to the park at EMT. Weather was so mild we had packed for... Arctic conditions, but it was about 13 degrees all day. Really low wait time, so we hopped on and off most rides in the Disneyland Park. Then the next bar, uh, Annette's for brunch, 15 euros plus annual pass discount, lovely and filling, set us up for the rest of the day. Now that's The second Annette's visit? Yeah. Oof. When it's only lunchtime. <laughs> wow. Um, then, uh, back to the park, we did Alice's Curious Labyrinth. First time ever. It was fun and a lot longer than we thought to get, to get out. Then, over to the hotel to check in. Gillard booked us a superior room with garden view. The room was amazing. Uh, I don't know if any of you have seen it, but um, I think Darren posted some pictures on Facebook, didn't he? On the Facebook page. Or did you send them to me, Darren? Maybe you sent them to me. But uh, it looked like a pretty good view anyway. Uh, it felt so... Uh, the room was amazing. just felt so luxurious. Lots of little touches that were amazing, like the TV hidden behind the mirror that you could cast from your phone. Uh, room had a massive bed and sofa, coffee pod machine, kettle and fridge. We were on the fourth floor, so the view outside was awesome. We could see the lake and Disney, Disney Village. I would say it's the second best hotel room I've ever stayed in. I've been to a hotel, to the hotel a few times, but felt good to be able to actually stay there. The staff were really good and friendly. Uh, after a little chill, we went to our booking at Manhattan. The restaurant looks so grand and also has an impressive chandelier. Staff were so attentive, but limited menu and the food was just okay, I would say. Six out of ten. Jill had chicken and I had the gnocchi. It is definitely a one and done. Mm. There you go. That's one of our favourites. We we really enjoyed it there, but different tastes for different people, I guess. It
1: might be the price, sir. Because there are sometimes yeah. we like the space one in Walt Disney World, Space Two Twenty. We loved it, really loved it. But we're like, well, we're not never going to spend that money yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, I get that.
2: Mm. Um, after our underwhelming dessert. We went back to the park for the electrical sky parade and just wow. So glad I didn't spoil it by watching any footage. Mm. It was so good. Music was so fitting and the whole of Main Street full of colour and a must-see. Disney World need to up their game. We didn't watch Dreams as we are not fans of it. So back to a beautiful night's sleep in our massive bed. Day two, <laughs> breakfast in Manhattan restaurant. Full range of hot and cold food. Again, it was okay. Sets you up for the day. Over to studios. Most rides again were walk-on. We had... Uh, We had done Ratatouille, Tower of Terror and Flight Force all in the first hour. Got a heroic encounter with with Spider-Man. He was great. Didn't feel silly as we were the only ones there without kids. Uh, A few good picks. Then back to the hotel for a swim. We were the only ones in the pool. Nice. Massive pool with a big hot tub. Think the lifeguard was happy he had something to do. (laughs) (laughs) Then back to Disneyland Park for popcorn and parade. Usual people coming last minute and trying to stand in front of people Uh. who have been waiting for ages. Then walk back to downtown for dinner. Great as always. A lot better now. It's full buffet. Last time I went, it was just after COVID. So it was family style. Oh, that's when they had like, you could choose your dishes and they kept bringing them up for you, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great food. Think I did three trips plus a dessert run. Nice. (laughs) This is a must do. After we went to Skyline Bar for a couple of cocktails, we had two of the Infinity Stone cocktails, red and purple. Lovely. Day three, up early. Earl of Sandwich breakfast. Good as always. Uh, The American breakfast is lovely. Hopped on the Disney railway for a chilled ride around the park. Did the rides over again. The temperature was same with light drizzle. Was okay under our ponchos. First time lunch at Bella Notte. Jill had penne pasta and I had Lady and Trump meatballs. It was really nice. Few more rides and then over to Steakhouse for dinner. Again, an underwhelming meal. Jill didn't touch her skirt skirt steak. Not a very good cut. This is four out of ten and we'll not be going back. Uh, After off... To Skyline for a cocktail and then off to Dreamland. Was that the steakhouse in the village or was it the um,
1: Silver Spur? Silver Spur? The steakhouse is just co- in the village. Is just called the steakhouse, isn't it? So it's probably so the steakhouse. Happened, yeah. Just wondered, just curious. No, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, last day, breakfast at Manhattan. Then popped into the park, done a few rides. Lots of rain. Then a last picture of the castle and off home. I can safely say this has been the most chill trip I've ever had out of out of my twelve visits. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Jill, for this amazing trip. Now count down to next Disney trips. Walt Disney World, two hundred nineteen days and DLP two hundred eighty eight, and it's less than that now because I think you read them out in the chat earlier. Uh, sorry, this is long, but feel free to cut what you want out of this trip report. We didn't cut any of it out. Darren. We Thank never do much. <laughs> we never do cut, do we? No. No. Thanks, Duns. It's just if it's over a thousand words, we curse one, uh, uh, your name after we go offline.
1: The Dunn says it was in the village. Ah, okay. Uh, Steve B says, I agree about Silver Spur Steakhouse. It's not great. You liked it, I didn't like you? I like the
2: Silver Spur, yeah. Uh, but I know people who like the steakhouse in the village as well. So mm. Yeah, mm. I think it depends what you get, doesn't it? It's like, so I watched, Sam God did a uh, video of um, Rosalie when it first opened. And I watched mm. that the other day. And she had some pretty poor experiences while she was there and she talked about all of that. But then I've seen other people talk about what a great experience. And she did as well. At the time she said, you know, the food is fantastic and I'm hoping that it's just this one occasion where, it's, where this has kind of happened and it's all new and it's just open and stuff. But everyone has different experiences all the time, good and bad. It's like the fact that any time I ever take, used to take my grandparents to a restaurant that I liked... We had an awful experience mm. every single
1: time. That's the worst thing, isn't it? And you're always going. It's, it's not huge it's like not this. Like it was really this. good last time.
0: We were watching some of my uh, Disney World videos from 2022 today, and um, Lucy at one point she was listening in as me and Bonnie were watching, and she said, "Oh, every now and again, you do give like valuable information. <laughs> every now and again. So you know, if you well, so, no, so but- if you want to check that out, it's under our playlists. Under um, never, never remember it. What is it? Rain family trips or something like that? Did we change that to... don't know. It's because, Disney trip
2: reports.
0: Disney 20, trip reports. 24 videos. So if you go to like the 2022 hmm. Disney World ones, Disney World May 22, 1, 2 and 3.
1: It's because he does very funny, well-edited, humorous videos that are really entertaining. And they're not very earnest or sincere. But then every so often he does like, tell you the price of something and give you a little tip. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh.
0: And it's, a bit cr- and it's a bit cringy when I'm being sincere and I like something. Yeah. I like the ones where he he's come across some, someone playing music and he'll just show a
2: little bit of that and then he'll splice the music with other footage of, of other things going on around and stuff. And so you just get a bit of ambience and he's not talking. That's, they're the bits I like in your videos.
0: Oh, in my videos, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been doing, been doing that ever since I first edited our Tokyo video from... Mm. years and years and years ago. Um, a friend once said to me, just quickly, you, you know, my friend, Neil, do you remember my friend Neil? He once he once looked at me in the kitchen at our old house and he went, you know, you do talk, talk quite a lot, but every now and again you say something really interesting.
1: <laughs> I, do you know what?
0: But, the, like, but, but so interesting that it made everything worth it in the end, is, mm. what, he, is what he was saying.
1: <laughs> our friend Thanks. once looked at me and she said, I always think Hugh's a funny one, but sometimes, Lucy, you are actually funny. But she said it in such a way that would imply, I've always thought you were really dull. You know, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thanks for that. She's not my friend anymore. Friends. Just so you know. (laughs) Friends. I I, I can
0: guess who that was from the impression.
1: Right. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Done. And dusted. Done, it's done. family and dusted, yeah. Thanks indeed. for reading,
0: says the done family. And and it did
1: occur to me as well. I wasn't quite grateful enough to Mel for sending <laughs> these. When Chris handed me them earlier, I was incredibly Squeal. enthusiastic and excited. And then we waited for most of the podcast and I went, oh, and I'm going to show you these. These she are amazing. She put down her
0: Nintendo Switch to look at them. These
1: are amazing, this Mel, is like, Thank uh, you so we, much.
0: We read a report last week on the show. Um, was it for, It was. Was it Emily? Yeah, Emily's report. And uh, there's a bit where I uh, I sighed towards the end uh, in a really nice, sweet sweet moment uh, to the point where the next day I listened back to it just to see how bad my sigh was. (laughs) But I wasn't sighing at the thought that we were going to have to sing this song. It was just an exhalation of breath while I considered whether it was worth me joining in or if I should just let Chris do it. Someone put in the Facebook
2: group this week. I'm so glad you persisted with that, Chris. It was, it was really beautifully done. <laughs>
0: that, and, and again, that, that, that's what prompted me to say something today because I read that today and I thought, oh, I, hope, I hope that side didn't sound like me going,
2: oh, do I have
0: to? It wasn't. It was me going, um, no, you do it, Chris. <laughs> right.
1: Thank you all so much for joining us. And thank you so much to everyone considering doing me a granny square. And thank you so much to everyone who sends um, trip reports every week. It really makes the show what it is. I haven't scratched anyone off the map. Should I? Last uh, thing.
0: We, well, we'll say we're going to do it. And we'll do it in the uh, extra magic... Time show. Super. Oh.
1: Patreon pals, yeah. we will see you in the e- e- extra magic time show, which we will start immediately after we finish we're gonna this. We're going to be one. crossing off. We're going to be talking transport. We're going to be talking about Disney World. We're going to be talking Moana 2. We're going to be talking things. So, the rest Wales. of you, see you next week. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>.
2: bye. everyone. Mailbox at
0: 37thDiscord.com.uk.
1: Oh,